Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. My name is Kevin Zane. And I'm Kevin's pa. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh, well, I am. Dougie, if you were to quit your job of being retired yes, and open up a mm. store, what would you sell? Ooh, what would I sell? Sports cards. <laughs> you have enough inventory. Yes. Uh, I ask you that question because that question is not quite at the center of this film. No. But it is. It did make me wonder. What did two gunslingers retire to do? Right. Again, not necessarily the central question asked in this film. But tonight, we're going to ask it. Absolutely. Right while we cover the Sisters Brothers. Enjoy the show. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film, sometimes new. I was there to push people beyond what's expected of them. Sometimes old. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Films that inspire creativity. Films that inspire hope. And I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm going to build things. I'm going to build airfields, I'm going to build... Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I'm feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes, films that are just entertaining. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? Ready to roll. Dougie, The Sisters Brothers. One of my most anticipated films of the year. I know. You were I saw very a, much looking forward to it. I saw a trailer for this back in mm, June or July, maybe. Ah. You kept talking about it. I knew I knew that it was something you were looking forward to. Okay. Philip Seymour Hoffman, great actor. Would have watched everything he ever made. Denzel Washington. I'll watch everything he'll ever make. I haven't seen... There's not many actors. Tom Hardy. He's the other one. I know you've always been a big Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, you know that. You yeah. love Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. You're you're the inspiration for Tom Hardy love. I know how much you love Tom Hardy. Oh. I don't, I don't know if you've seen a <laughs> okay. Tom Hardy movie. Uh, Don, Dunkirk. I have. Uh, okay. The reason I bring He's up okay. those... The reason... <laughs> the reason I bring up those other actors is because there's only one other that I can think of off the top of my head that I will not miss a film. And that is Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, really? Yes. Now that's interesting. I thought you were going to say John C. Riley. I love John C. Riley, but I could miss a movie of his and be okay. Ha. Huh. But Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is maybe the most talented actor right now. That's interesting. Because I would say, watching this movie, he wasn't even the most talented actor in the movie. I think that that is a credit to John C. Riley. Yeah. And his, and their chemistry together. Well, that's true. Um, 
But we are talking about the Sisters Brothers. Mm-hmm. We saw it together. Yes. Saturday morning, noon. Well, twelve fifteen. Noonish. Noonish. Uh, primed and ready. We were ready. In fact, we were ready for it to not be funny. Mm-hmm. Somebody had told me. Somebody I know and appreciate. Yeah. And, and raised. Um, somebody told me that be careful going in because it's not a comedy. Yes, and because if you watch the trailer, right, it looks funny. It looks like a comedy. Yeah, it did. And I don't listen to reviews of movies I really want to see uh, very often, but I did happen to catch a review of this, a, a short review uh, of a podcast I trust to not do spoilers. Ah. Um, and uh, uh, And... They warned me, not personally, but they warned that the trailer was misleading and it is not a comedy. In fact, it's a very grisly, pretty slow burn uh, Western. I did not see the same Sisters Brothers. did not see the same one either. I thought it was very much a a comedy Western. A dark. Yes, dark. A dark dark comedy. Quite dark. Yes. A Coen Brothers-esque dark Mm -hmm. comedy. Yep. Um. I laughed the whole way through, though. Oh, we both there was, did. There was funny it was stuff. Funny, yeah. There is grit. Yep. This is not for the faint of heart. Uh, there's some blood. There's a lot of language. There's a lot of shooting, and there's some blood, but Correct. even there, it's not. It's not. It's not bloody like it could have been. No, it's definitely not Tarantino blood. Like, right. It's not stylized at any point. There's a few scenes that I'm trying to, that I'm thinking of that were, that could be maybe surprise, actually maybe surprising based on the fact that most of the shooting happens in the dark. Yeah. And uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We ourselves. are. Give us the plot, Dougie. Ooh, the plot. Well, there's these two brothers whose fun name is sisters so they are the sisters brothers yes they are basically hired guns for this uh criminal boss referred to as the commodore yes and uh they are uh working for the commodore and their job is just basically their job is to go kill whoever the commodore tells them to to go kill and they're good at what they do uh, they they are sent out to uh, to uh, kill. They they are sent out to kill. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but Warren. Yeah, Warren. The, or uh, it's well, essentially they're Herman sent out. Warm. Right, they're sent out to kill this guy who has, like all likelihood, betrayed uh, the Commodore. Sounds like. The Commodore has, or the uh, Warren has uh, something the Commodore wants, as it turns out. And so he's actually got a, uh, a man sent out ahead of him to capture this guy. Then they're going to go and extract the information that the Commodore wants and then kill him. Yes. And there's this is wide, wild ride through Oregon and California to go get this guy. And uh, killing and mayhem on the way. 
Uh, yeah. How much more of a plot do you want? That's perfect. All right. That's perfect. Uh, the movie... Westerns are huge. They are vast landscapes. Right. Beautiful countries, beautiful setting, sunsets, nature, animals, horses, cows. Right. There's so much to look at in this movie. And uh, a lot of it takes place in the dark. And I thought that to be very interesting. Um, I loved this movie. I enjoyed it as well. Few things. Why? Why did you like it so much? <laughs> the Sisters Brothers. There's no way around it. They are the shining stars of this film. The film's about them. It highlights both of them. Um, and I loved that the the I loved that we spend most of the time getting to actually know these two killers. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting take. The movie to me was less about the plot and more about just getting to know who these brothers were what their struggles were and yes as you said mayhem and bloodshed fall into their path right the path they have chosen Mm -hmm. um there there are conversations there's real love between these brothers and actors it bled out into their characters It, it felt like they really cared for one another. Yeah. Um, there's emotional moments, and there's comic pullaways. Uh, uh, a scene where Joaquin Phoenix character, I believe Joaquin Phoenix plays Charlie. I yes. Think. Yes. Um, you probably wrote it down on your. Well, I have card. Charlie and Eli, but I didn't remember which one was which. But I think Eli is uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, I think Charlie is Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, there's a scene. And they've been killers their whole lives. They're very good at yeah. their jobs. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene where Joaquin Phoenix is crying in the middle of the night. And you, oh. you feel like there's this, it's like, you know, kind of night terrors or PTSD, a form of that. Right. Sure. And, and there might very well be. And John C. Riley's character is like, Charlie, wake up. And then he's like, walks over there and he's like charlie like having a bad dream and charlie just starts to laugh because he knows his brother is sensitive like he knows his brother loves him so much that one he's not going to make fun of him right and he's actually going to care for him and then it turns out that charlie's just being a big old jackass <laughs> and he's just he's making fun of his brother and yeah like, little moments like that are peppered throughout the whole film, along with the bullets and the blood. I love westerns. I love that whole uh, macho man and the the gunslingers and right. You know, Clint Eastwood, the yeah. man with no name. Uh, the your reputation's only as fast as you are. Like oh, uh, the horses, the the nameless henchmen in uh, mm-hmm. the <laughs> raccoon hats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The saloon scenes. Uh, I love it. I love everything about Westerns. And when the Westerns are good, they're they're hard to top for me. Ah. When they're bad, they're bad. But right. uh, there's so much here. There, To me, I was surprised by this movie because I was expecting a lot. 
mm-hmm. and it gave me everything I was expecting. Ah. And that surprised me. And I think it was mostly the humanity that was shown throughout these brothers who are cold, ruthless killers. Yeah. But it just showed them in the world they lived in. It, sure. They weren't, they weren't necessarily evil. Right. They're yeah, no, the, the, no, they weren't. They were, they were basically just doing a job, and it, only the job was a horrendous job. They were, their job was to go out and kill whoever the commodore told them to kill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, in a slightly darker tone, it, it's not like they were like bounty hunters killing bad, bad guys. guys. Right. So that's, I'm not saying they're good men. Right. But they're not pure evil. They're just right. It's kind of a fine line, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, especially in this time. This time, I don't know much about the West, right. except what you see in movies. Uh, right. Um, and one of the charms of the movies for me was the. Uh, did I interrupt you there? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. One of the charms for me in with the movies is that the the director. Uh, you have his name, I yes, think. Jacques Ardiard. Ah, yes. The, fr- the he, Frenchman. The Frenchman took extra care, it seemed to me, to put in real realism. Not not so much with the gunfights. In, in fact, actually, the gunfights were probably less realistic than you might guess. But things like um, just this humanity. I think you may have said that, but where the guy gets a toothbrush for the first time yes and you see you know at one point we were doing a segment called the picture perfect i think yeah if we were doing that for this film that would be my picture perfect moment when john c Riley is learning to use a toothbrush yeah and and in the little paste things that they used to use and all these antiques and a fine attention it seemed like anyway to what what it must have been like to walk into a general store and find out they've got this new thing. It's called a toothbrush. Yes, you know? that was a great. Yeah, touch. and that and he and he takes this is a um, in my mind a a great filmmaker. I don't know what else he's done. Uh, I looked him up. I wasn't familiar with any of his other films. He brings back the toothbrush scene in later on where these two this other guy who has spent most of his life setting people up probably not killing them but he's he's also working for the commodore and they walk out one morning out of their tents or wherever they are and they're both brushing their teeth yes and the, and they both discovered this this you know and it's just it's got a charm to it that really sets in for me and uh, you're right. I mean, it's not really even the plot of the movie that makes it so good. You you hit that right on the head. When you asked me to set the plot up, I'm like, okay, well, it's these guys and them going on, and 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 you know how you're thinking things in your head as you speak. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not really what the movie was about, <laughs> right? And and that that's actually, the plot. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was one thing that surprised me is. The Sisters Brothers is about the Sisters Brothers. Yeah. It's very little about the mission. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jake Gyllenhaal uh, plays 
oh, I can't remember his name, but he's he plays the guy who goes to capture. Right. Uh, he's he's the setup man. Herman. Yeah. Right. Who was played by Riz Ahmed, who I've only been familiar with in one HBO series, the night the night of. Yeah. He's great in that, and he's great in he this. He is great in this. Um, but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and John C. Riley have a scene in the movie where they talk about Charlie and uh, Joaquin's character. And that was a very emotional moment for me, uh, listening to Eli or John C. Riley, however. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I never know what to refer to them. But right. Listening well, Eli. To Eli. Just call Eli. Let's go character names since yeah. we know them. Uh, listening to Eli talk about his brother and like the regrets of their childhood and decisions that Charlie made that Eli felt like he should have made. And you just, it's a whole life. It's a, there's a whole life behind people. Mm-hmm. And that really, this movie really. And there brought, always is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Everyday that, people. That kind sure. of brought out this, this idea of, you know, like the, the toothbrush, this scene with, Jake Gyllenhaal and about like just why are they there? Like, I think the question actually was why did you start working for the Commodore? Um, yeah, I think that's how the question started, and the conversations with Riz Ahmed about where the future is. Like, mm-hmm. this movie was very little about the old west. It was very little about the mission. It was about these four people, and I found that so unique and refreshing. Right, I and, did. I did as well. These little moments of humanity, like uh, there's that one that the the one I talked about briefly with the played for laughs, the Charlie crying at nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's some very real hospitable brotherly moments uh, when John C. Riley gets sick after uh, consuming something he should not have consumed. No. In a scene that was totally unnecessary, by the way. Oh, but delightful. For you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and so he gets sick, and his brother does care for him. And there's these things with, like... Well, even there, there's some humor in it, too. Yes, for his sure. His first reaction is to laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, there's this, these moments all the way through, and, like... The, at one point, the two brothers are arguing because they're days behind their their quest. Right. And they both kind of blame each other, and they're both kind of true. Right. You know? And Charlie's an alcoholic. Yes. And so... It, and Eli wants to quit. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that whole thing about running a store, you know, yeah. that's what Eli says, is we have enough money to open a store. And Charlie goes, you want to sell shirts? <laughs> like that's the only thing you yeah, buy in a that's store. That's the only thing you'd buy yeah. in a store. <laughs> uh, that was a poor setup for the beginning of the episode, but it brought it all right back. There right you there. go. Um, yeah, I just I thought it was a really human film, and I wasn't expecting that. Uh, it surprised me as well. Um, I I just sat mesmerized by the characters. Just uh, really. The entire cast did a great job. I mean, just as far as, you know, making a good film, they really did. But those two guys, you just you just believe they were brothers. And and you could see them, you know, 
arguing and and but yet supporting each other mm-hmm. and you know both of them would go go to war for each other they and, do. and they do mm-hmm. and uh and you get you get just a it i don't know how long the film is but i don't think it's that That's long like two hours maybe. yeah it's it but by the end of the film you know those two brothers very very well mm-hmm and you and there's some surprises a little bit in their character and uh, yep. just uh it's delightful yeah and uh i i expected it to be more shootouts and blood and you know and because it seems like the the latter day films of the old west are more shootouts and blood and you know and Stuff that I don't particularly enjoy, and you know, oh well, it's gritty because it was the old west. Well, you know, it's it's like a lot of things. The old west wasn't necessarily like that at all, right. you know. But these guys could have been straight out of the eighteen sixties. It felt very real. The, it did. The, the one thing that didn't seem necessarily completely real was the very modern script. Hmm. I don't know what you mean by that. It did not feel like it, they weren't using them's uh, vows and they, you know, thighs and ah. uh, and there's lots of profanity in this movie and yeah. not in a way that's done in other westerns that I've seen. Hmm. Like I felt the script was very modern. Like huh. I felt had they, I felt like had you not put it. In the old west, this could have taken place at in nowadays. Yeah, based on I, the script alone, right. on the dialogue alone. Oh, well, yeah, you may have a point there. I I didn't notice it. Uh, there is a lot of language in it, but that's not what you're talking about, really. No, it just it just felt it felt current. It felt modern. Yeah. The script. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the one that I would disagree, and I'd be I'd say it's based more on performance, though it was Jake Gyllenhaal. He's got a bit of an accent going mm-hmm. on, um, and and most of what we hear from him, he's writing letters. Right. Um, you weren't you didn't like that part? Or? No, no, no. I like that part. I'm saying that would be the one part aside from oh. the script that oh like, right kind it's of placed not... it in a period. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I guess. Uh... I guess the rest of it was so good. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really it's pick not up a on that. Negative thing yeah, either. I yeah. just noticed it. I kind of right. felt like they were talking like you and I talk. And you wonder. You wonder well, though. Did more really language than you, but yeah. Well, now um, <laughs> you wonder sometimes. Did did people talk that different then? I'm it's not true. so sure they did. True. Uh, maybe they did. They they certainly wrote differently than we write now. Uh, for the most part, if you look at there, there are a lot of uh, Civil War letters available to read, and if you look at some of that language, it's very flowery. Uh, not what you expect at all from common soldier. Um, and and you get the sense that that 
many people didn't talk like we talk at all today. Right. But it's an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about that. Well, I'm going to rewatch it, and I'll tell you how I feel after I rewatch it. All right. I can't wait to rewatch it. Ah, I've been, I'll bet. I've been looking at movie block yeah. every day. It hasn't showed yeah. up yet. But if it does well, show up, Well, it probably gonna, won't be yeah, on movie won't. block. Yeah, no. not... Yeah, ever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can watch the growth of the radishes, yeah. uh, or I don't know what else is on, but I'm sure that one's available at, at midnight or nine thirty in the morning. Yeah. Shout out to Movie Block. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, few, a couple other things that I don't want to dwell on, but I just want to mention. Yes. Uh, there's a the the Charlie the Walking Phoenix character. And this isn't a spoiler. It's in the trailers. He loves his job. Yes. He loves. He. I think he kind of loves killing. I think so too. Um, he's good at it. Yep. Um, they're both good at it. And that's actually where I was going because Eli, played by John C. Riley, is holds back he doesn't like that part of the job he's good at it but he he holds back and he's he doesn't want to uh there's some details of the story that joaquin doesn't let on because he knows his brother's not going to be the fact that they Ah. have to extract the information or whatnot like um, he doesn't tell his brother right and that's he knows what his brother's reaction eli is not interested in that type and there's some there's some authority issues, like they're talking about. Hey, the Commodore said he wants a lead man, and yeah. you're not it, kind of thing. Ah. Um, so there's there's little things like that that are peppered through the movie, and and the one thing I just wanted to touch on is that Charlie is the younger brother, and he seems to be the one who like kind of is crazy, like as you said, alcoholic, loves killing, uh, and there's. A couple scenes in the movie where you kind of wonder if John C. Riley is just along for the ride, mm-hmm. and uh, throughout the movie, there at a few points there are some very definite like perspective changes for the audience. I loved those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not- gu- I guess I don't want to give away too much, but there's right. a specific scene where you go, "Oh, he is the older brother. Ah. He is here for a reason." He's not tagging along with Charlie. Uh, and I, I loved that scene because up until that point, it was kind of like, Charlie could do this alone. Yeah, but he couldn't. He couldn't. No. And and there's a few points where you see that, and I thought that was a really great twist because mm-hmm. Eli wants to leave. He wants to, he, They've made you know their fortune. They can stop doing this job. And Eli kind of brings it up time and time again in the movie and you're like, why doesn't he just leave? It's obvious that oh, Charlie loves this. Right. And there's a few points where you get to learn why. And I ah. love those touches as well. Again, surprising that you, you kind of go, you know, like it's, it's one of those movies where you go, well, why doesn't he just do that? This is stupid. Like ah. if he doesn't want to do it, why doesn't he just, Oh, quit? see, no, I didn't pick that up so much as I got the feeling that he really wanted to quit, but he was not going to quit. Because he knew that his brother needed him, he was there. To, in my in my book, anyway, he was there to protect his brother. Mm. Yeah, I you know, guess in that. the in the in the 
bar scene and other places where he has to kind of bail him out and yeah certainly towards the end all right so here i'll just uh we'll just put it on a real quick pause just a little bit of a off off record spoiler discussion because i do not want to spoil this movie for anybody because i want everybody to see this movie Ah. I want it to win Best Picture. Ooh. So far. Really? So far. I don't have that many to compare it to, but I will <laughs> tell you this is a good movie. Well, rate it up then, Dougie. How many nice hot cups Ooh, of nice coffee? nice hot cups of... Black of Boiling Joe. Oh, Joe. yeah. Cup of Boiling Black yeah, Joe. stop it. You're making me thirsty. <laughs> this movie is a solid five. I love it. Me too. <laughs> you've rated two movies fives since you've started being a co-host. Hmm. Maybe I'm getting soft. You're getting soft. I'm soft. You used to make fun of me for that. <laughs> Only when you did sixes <laughs> back in the day. This might get a six. This Ooh. might. This might get my six pack award at the end of the year. So are you going with a five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely yeah. a five, uh, especially after the conversation. You know how like you see something and you initially rate. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I think the the day I watched it, I gave it a four and a half, uh, because you and I talked a little bit afterwards about this really weak plot, actually. And yeah. This, this. By that you mean it's it's a little bit of a it's it's a MacGuffin. What is that? <laughs> Uh, I, it just hit me right now. It's a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin is something that they term in movies that is pointless to the actual plot. It is an infinity stone. Oh, it's a it, MacGuffin then. It's something that doesn't matter, but it sets the story in motion. Uh, oh, one of your favorite films, Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever is in Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. You know when they open the briefcase? And it's that you kind of see the gold. Right. But you don't know what it is. Right. It's because whatever's in the briefcase doesn't matter. Ah. It's unimportant to the story, but it sets everything in motion. Hmm. Uh, it's named after a certain guy or thing. One of the Muppets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> MacGuffin. He was the guy that set the motion. It's, it's the thing that's unessential to the story, but has to be there. Because without it, the movie wouldn't happen. Right, or they'd have to really write it differently. But yeah, they, change, they, yeah but you're right. Story. There so is that. There the, is that piece that the that, Riz Ahmed character, which we sorely under appreciated and under talked about, because he's very good. He is very good. Um, his performance is very good. He is a chemist, and he found this compound that can make gold. Uh, appear appear and turn into yeah it, it can highlight all the gold that's in the river so you don't have to mine for it you can just right. pick it up essentially yeah yeah um that whole thing is essentially a macguffin to mm. get us on the the road with charlie and eli yeah that's that's true it does play a kind of a bigger role in the ending but uh but 
not right. to the point of where we care anything no, about the gold. And, and the fact that he can do that is what sends uh, the Commodore after him in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or that they think he can do that. Right. <laughs> um, no spoilers now. No. Um, yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz have some great chemistry as well. Their they relationship do. kind of grows and is kind of endearing as this guy who's there to set him up kind of ends up buying what he's selling. Yeah. And yeah, we don't want to say any more than that. No, for not about the wise, gold, but-, but about this idea of a utopia in the future. Yeah. And that's kind of why he's why he's hunting this gold while he's hunting this compound that can make the gold show because it's not about the money it's about the future that he can buy yeah it's with talking it. about setting up a place in texas yeah I, th- I liked that aspect it made it brought it brought something to the film i thought it, that it was did it brought something to the table that's true it you know what it is is it set the two characters in two different sets of time mm-hmm. charlie and eli who are still stuck in the past with moments of modern isms like brushing the teeth, right? Or, uh, wash. Uh, we kind of brushed over this, but one of the places they stop in the movie is San Francisco, and that was awesome. Yeah, they like did a this good job. Old school, eighteen hundreds San Francisco, great set. Yeah. Um, and they kind of represent these two characters stuck in the past, right? And. Riz and Jake, they represent these characters longing for a future and only thinking about the future, really. And right. that kind of gets them in trouble a little bit. But mm-hmm. I don't know. These two worlds intertwined. Oh, so good. Guys, got to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. I I highly recommend it. I, I would give the caveat that uh, it's, you know, there's a lot of shooting people and and the and the language, uh, there's a lot of language, but uh, overall, this is a great western. I also don't think it's particularly perverse. No, the language is mostly no. just descriptive. It's not, right. It's not a. It's not very like. Uh, that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of hard living guys. Yeah. Uh, when we briefly talked about recording this episode, I mentioned. One Brew 2. Oh, yes. Did you happen to have films? I do have one, yes. Uh, um, Do you have two? Because it is the One Brew 2. One Brew 2. Well, I'll go first with one. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'll scramble to come up with a second one. Okay. All right. So my first one would be True Grit. Ah. The, the, The newest True Grit. Yes. Uh, oh, the old one's so bad. But yeah. keep going. Sorry. Uh, in in its time, it was not, I should say. But uh, probably. The True Grit is a movie along the same lines uh, with just a lot of realism, a lot of humor. Uh, it's, it's a similar film in many ways and, and a very good film as well. So I would I would go... For sure with that. I'll try to think of one more. Okay. Uh, my first pick is going to be a cliche. Uh, and I would almost say yours is also a cliche a little bit. True Grit is a great 
western. Yeah. Uh, great film. Coen Brothers, great. This comes from the man, the myth, the legend of westerns. This is Clint Eastwood's 1991 Unforgiven. Ah. And I am only recommending it based it's it's very it's actually not very similar. Like I wouldn't say you could put the two side by side and say it's similar, but I would say that Unforgiven is a wonderful western that is also not really about the plot but it is about what it means to take life, what it means to live in this society where vengeance and where bounty hunters are rolling around, killing people. Uh, There's that great scene where Clint Eastwood says, you know, it's a hell of a thing killing a man, taking everything he's got and everything he's going to ever have. You know, after that kid has just killed the guy for the first time, and right. it's just about what it's what it means to be masculine and what it means to really be these people that they've become or who they who they idolize. And for that reason, I think it is somewhat recommendable based on the Sisters Brothers because I think the Sisters Brothers ask some of those same questions, maybe not of maybe not as broadly, but more specifically of who are these men who are these brothers and so um also just when you're talking westerns it's hard to not mention unforgiven right were you able to scrounge up a second pick well the second one probably is another uh, another one of the of those movies that uh uh, is a little bit cliche but the magnificent seven Mm. would be one with the the Denzel Washington one. It's the greatest version. It's well, yeah. Actually, anyways, keep going. Yeah, so I would, I would, uh, if I, if I was going to pick two for one brew two, that's what it is. Then, then we have to stick with that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend that one as well. Yeah, just based on western. Yeah, it's it's a fun western. Yeah. So I'm actually going to branch out of the westerns. What? And I'm going to go with the the similar. Filmmaker, though, as you picked. Ah. I'm actually going with Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar? The uh, the one with George Clooney? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the things I Explain thought, yourself, the, boy. One of the things I thought very similarly was the sense of humor. And I feel like... The Coen brothers nail dark humor pretty well. Mm-hmm. There's something that, about Hail Caesar that is a dry, dark humor. And I felt like this wasn't just... I thought the Sisters Brothers wasn't just dark humor, but it was like a dry wit dark humor. And I do. I feel like if you really liked Hail Caesar, you would really like the Sisters Brothers. No, it's not the same type of film. It is a journey it is kind of, it hail caesar is so much more involved in the plot especially it's a very plot heavy film right. with different characters running in and out but i feel like the tone is actually very similar to the sisters brothers interesting um well one brew two can go anywhere you want it to go yeah i mean i if we i could talk westerns all day the searchers 
um, if we're just recommending westerns, let me get my book out. You know, the spaghetti, mm-hmm. the, the trilogy, the no name trilogy with Clint. Uh, what the searchers? What Rio Bravo? Oh, there's so many good westerns. I love westerns. Yeah, I see that. New westerns, the three ten to three ten to Yuma ah. remake, great. But I wanted to go some. I wanted to branch out a little different and focus more on the tone. And I I do think the Hell Caesar is a similar tone to the Sisters Brothers. All right, call me crazy. Okay, crazy. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> I got nothing. I me neither. That's a pretty good movie we just reviewed. Yeah, it's a pretty good review. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hear other reviews, where would they go? Where would our listeners go, Dougie? Oh, you'd want to go to onebrewover.com. And when you do that, you'll get to uh, you'll get to the website, which lists uh, the episodes, uh, among other things, but especially lists the episodes uh, where you can go through and uh, listen to them right there. Um, and... It, uh, one thing I wanted to say about this, uh, we don't do a really good job of promoting ourselves or plugging ourselves. No. But the listeners can do that for us. If you listen on an iPhone or on iTunes, on an iPod, iPad, computer, wherever you listen, if you listen and you like it, write a review on iTunes. That is how more people get to hear the show. Sure. Um, we don't make any money nope. on this. And so we're just having a good time, and we want everybody else to have a good time as well. That's right. Uh, and so if you do enjoy the show, uh, write a review. If you don't enjoy the show, wait to write the review and send us an email to onebrewover at gmail.com and tell us what we're missing. Tell us, yeah. tell us what you want to hear and see if we can you know, change something for you guys. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to change anything for anybody, but if you have a suggestion, we'd love to consider it. You bet. They can find you on Twitter at yep. the old man in the brew. Right. They can follow the podcast or me at one brew over on Twitter. They can also follow us on Instagram at one brew over hmm. one brew over pretty much across the board. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, look at that, a, a double five-pack of five-pot. Who oh, could have even thought that was possible? You could, uh, instead of a six-pack award, you could go the, the, the entire pot. The coffee pot award. I like that. I'm going to go with that, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not we're not giving those away yet. We'll give those so away at the end So we give those away the at the end of the year, then? Uh, well, no, technically we'll give them away in February, right before the Oscars. I see. So so we don't, uh, I'm just kind of the rookie here. We don't give those, we don't We don't go with, uh, it, it, let's say that I had loved this movie even more than I did and said, oh yeah, this is going to be a, the full pot. Would I do that now or would I do that later? It sounds like later. Well, I thought that we could do it as we felt led. But as I think about it, I think it'd be best to make that like our own awards. Yeah. Like, you know, give one or two full pots. You know what? That's a great idea. Let's do it that way. And I think that you and I... Give the fans something to look forward to. Well, yes. I think you and I should put our heads together and bring... uh, As 
there, I listen to a few movie podcasts, mm-hmm. and each movie podcast I listen to has a year-end award ceremony. Oh, well, let's Whether, do it then. And I figured, yeah, we're not copy, we're not copying, we're just taking their really good idea and using it like it's our own. Yeah. <laughs> just a little plagiarism. Yeah, it's not copying, it's plagiarism. What if we don't call it that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think we can have that meeting off air. Yes. You've had like 40 minutes to think. What kind of shop would you... Oh, you already said. Maybe. Yeah. Sports trading card card. Wow. Not, not trading cards. Cause I can't do like Yu-Gi-Oh! and those oh, yeah. Goofy-O! and all that. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to the major sports. Well, yeah. great. There, not just, golf. You just eliminated half of our audience right there by calling it Goofy-O! How about you? Movies. <laughs> I'd, I'd reopen Blockbuster. There you go. No, I think... Uh, I, I think, bet you would, actually. Yeah, maybe that or... Uh, or like a, a music shop. Mm. Nice. Cool. Yeah. It's a movie we didn't talk about this year on the podcast. If you catch up with it, I'd love to talk about it, though. Hearts Beat Loud. See if you can check that out. Hearts Beat Loud. Yeah. But we've been dragging on. We are really dragging this ending out. You bet. I'm not sure what we're going to keep and what we're going to cut. But until next week. Thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. necessarily <laughs>